This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about the minimum wage in British Columbia going up a buck 20 an hour starting tomorrow. Go to 13.85. For liquor servers it will be somewhat less. The NDP government hiking the minimum wage every June until it reaches $15.30 an hour in two years, the government says. Meanwhile, look what's going on next door in Alberta. Got a new conservative government there with Jason Kenney. They're cutting the minimum wage. They're going the other direction. Starting June 26, it's going down for only for workers under age 18, though. If you're under 18 in Alberta... Minimum wage currently $15 an hour as the previous NDP government hiked it up. This new uh, United Conservative government reducing it to $13 an hour for workers under age 18. Have a listen to this. This is Premier Jason Kenney defending the reduction. He said this. 13 bucks an hour is a heck of a lot more than zero bucks an hour. And that's the option here. Okay. okay. Yeah, I get $13 an hour is less than nothing. That is true. Kenny then went on to explain the reasoning behind the reduction in the minimum wage for workers under 18. Employers have to provide additional training and supervision for them, which is another implicit cost. The NDP priced a lot of them out of the labor market. All right, let's talk about this issue now with my guest Ian Tostenson, president of the BC Restaurant and Food Service Association. Ian, it's nice to talk to you again. You too, Mike. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for coming on. I, I guess yeah. when, when Kenny says... Um, $13 an hour is better than nothing. I guess I guess he's saying it's better than not having a job at all, which I, I suppose he's saying that a high minimum wage was threatening jobs in Alberta. You know, what, what is your take on the minimum? Well, first of all, let's talk about what's going on in BC here. Yeah. The, mini, the minimum wage going up a buck 20 an hour tomorrow to $13.85 an hour. That's a quite a that's quite a big hike. What is that as on a percentage basis? Well, it's about 10% for regular and then about 11% yeah. for uh, liquor servers, which is a whole other issue we can talk about. Yeah, that's Kenny's pretty big right. I mean, Kenny, is, there, is, there is an implicit cost to the employer to train. And so if you're at 15 bucks an hour, who are you going to take? Someone with experience or someone with, that's not experienced? And that's where sometimes these policies, they all sound great, but they actually hurt the people that you're trying to help in the first place, which is trying to raise the bottom up here a little bit. Okay, what's the impact of a $13.85 minimum mm. wage on the restaurant sector? So I have a, a restaurant group in the Lower Mainland. They have five restaurants, so they're medium-sized restaurants, and they're working hard. So this year they're paying $50,000 extra in um, in the uh, medical service uh, tax. Oh, yeah. And now this means to them this increase in wages is going to cost them another $130,000. So across five wow. restaurants, it's almost one hundred but dollars $190,000, which is roughly 40000 turns out about $40,000 per restaurant. So that's a lot. I mean, yeah. um, how do they recover that? Do they put their prices up? Do they cut their labor? Um, on top of that, too, Mike, as you and I have talked in the past, liquor prices have gone up, courtesy of the BCLDB. Food prices are going up. Uh, property taxes are going up. So there's a lot of tension right now for restaurants in their operating models. To uh, it's not it's not a wage increase in isolation. You know, and, and as you know, I mean, stats can will tell you that restaurants have a have a uh, before tax profit margin about four percent so they don't have a lot of room to yeah. uh, to make mistakes 
Yeah, they've got a very narrow margin there for error, like you said, and a lot of restaurants don't make it, right? Like you've told me before, what is, what is the survival rate for a startup restaurant? Well, you, you, you lose about almost 50 or 60% in the first year and a half it, for wow. reasons that, you know, Granny's spaghetti recipe didn't work out so well or they yeah. didn't have enough cash. And I really feel sorry for the independents because they don't have the buying power. They don't have the negotiating power to be able to uh, stretch themselves. So who's very vulnerable are a lot of the family businesses that just don't have the ways and means to be able to make this. We we try as an industry, I mean, we, we've had to put take price, but we try as an industry not to uh, take too much price because it's so competitive out there. We have so many other options to feed ourselves beside restaurants. So we have to be very competitive. And so it's, you know, I think the government sometimes thinks, well, you know, just put your prices up and away you go. It's a very, very sensitive yeah. issue that way, especially when you talk about affordability, right? I, and I think the issue here is, you know, the government talks about affordability. And I was thinking this morning, Mike, we need to make sure business can do business in an affordable way. And, and that's where I think, you know, this, it's not so much about the minimum wage. It's all the inputs that go into restaurants or small business that need to be respected by levels of government because they're the engine of employment in BC. Yeah. You mentioned some of the other tax pressures on small businesses like restaurants. I, I imagine a, another big input cost for a restaurant, a restaurant is your rent, right? And that's got to be going up too. Yeah, so property taxes are, uh, have gone crazy, especially in Vancouver. So you're seeing restaurants, you know, relocating to uh, yeah. to avoid that. And that's not all of Vancouver. It's, you know, certain hot areas in, in Vancouver. Um, there is a very famous uh, restaurant on West Broadway that you can actually go and it's a drive-in and you can go inside. They pay close to $600,000 a year in property tax. Wow. Wow. Now, you know, uh, that's just ridiculous. Now, and that's that's because the property is being taxed at some higher and better use than a restaurant. So um, you have to sell a lot of uh, hamburgers, et cetera, right, to make that happen. Okay. It's, just, it's just, it's out of context. And it, it makes me angry that one level of government doesn't really know what the other level of government's doing and that the government says we've increased the minimum wage. I can tell you that employers go, we want to play, we want to pay our employees fair, but we want to make it make sense. So a lot of places in the States, uh, if you are a tipped server, so I just got off the phone with, with another restaurant group in Vancouver, and he said, look, if we're paying $15 an hour to our servers that are getting tips, they're also making another 16 to $30 an hour on tips during a six-hour shift. So right. does it make sense to pay them $15? And the answer probably is in the economics of this, no, give it to the people that aren't making tips. And so um, the government, they had this Fair Wage Commission, and, they, and the, the good thing is it's predictable. We knew this was coming, but it is a big increase, 10%. Yeah. So what happens um, in the same restaurant group, he said, well, it's really easy. I have a budget for labor, and if that budget goes up, I just cut my labor. Simple as that, because I have to make my operation work. And then when I do that, I'm looking for other ways in my operations to a new service model, mobile ordering. And his point was, millennials love that kind of stuff. They don't care. They'll they'll do their own ordering in a restaurant. They don't necessarily have to have a server. So there's a whole bunch of things structurally that happen when you increase the kind of cost on small business. Okay, speaking of Ian Tostenson, he's the president of the BC Restaurant Association. Okay, you mentioned, Ian, like the cost pressures on a restaurant, especially 
having to pay a minimum wage for someone who's making tips as well. But we got a liquor server rate in BC right now. That's going up as well. That's going up a dollar thirty an hour to twelve dollars and seventy cents an hour for a liquor server. Is mm-hmm. that is that typically a, a waiter? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So and and the way it works is they. Um, they make their tips, and then they pay a percentage of their tips to the house, and that goes to help out uh, increase the wages of the people in, that are in the kitchens and, and uh, hosts and stuff. And so the system works pretty well. Employees manage it. It's not a management thing. Uh, the government came out and said, keep your hands off, all that kind of stuff, which is good. We support that. So the, 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 the model for a restaurant works quite well that way because everybody's kind of sharing in the prosperity. You, you need good food, you need good service. And so that balance is being changed, though, because the government felt that paying a server, and in our case, most likely the servers are, are women, um, if they have a different wage rate, it's kind of a sexist thing, and uh, and that's not fair, so they decided to make it all the same. But there's consequences of all this kind of stuff, too. I think you'll find that most servers um, work for their tips, and they don't really care about their so much about their minimum wage. Do, do you think that any restaurants could go out of business as a result of a rising minimum wage? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, it's a breaking point. It wouldn't be in isolation, Mike, uh, because of this increase. It would be because um, the business model has shifted. I mean, look at the uh, effect we've had now on third-party delivery, like skip the dishes and stuff. That's that's really rocked the world. And what we call near restaurants, which are restaurants that are producing brands and doing nothing but home uh, home delivery. So an independent that is a bit capital-starved and has had you know a wonderful recipe for success probably is not going to do well in a the market's shifted, b the cost Costs have gone up. They don't have the buying power, and now they're faced with you know more costs. Uh, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars more in cost. Um, it, that could be the tipping point for absolute for sure. Okay, stand by, Ian, as we take a break. We'll come back and talk more about this. I'm going to open the phone lines. Phone me up and tell me what you think about the BC hike in the minimum wage going up by a dollar twenty an hour on Saturday. The minimum wage will be thirteen dollars and eighty-five cents an hour. Uh, starting tomorrow, uh, the government's not finished hiking it yet. They say they will it will rise to fifteen dollars and thirty cents an hour over the next two years.